good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. Ooh, hello Vietnam. How you doing? That's not where that's from. I I just I think of the Come on, man. I think of the Good morning, Vietnam. Sorry. I'm actually proud that you know where that's from, so I'm 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 going to let it slide. Watched it in history class and like junior year high school and that was the last time I saw it mind you I also didn't pay attention but when he said that I came out of the book I was reading and went holy shit that was loud and that's my story I'm sticking to it it's Robin Williams man that's what he does he, he screams and he's an extremely hairy individual but he's dead now oh god god rest uh, Robin Williams I remember the day he died I was actually on Facebook and I was hanging out with a friend we'd watched uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower or something and I was like, hang on, let me jump on Facebook real quick. And I don't remember why, but I just jumped on there and all these posts were posted about R.I.P. Robin Williams. And I was like, oh, this is why I don't go on social media anymore because <laughs> I don't like seeing people die. So I'm, you know, putting that barrier between me and dead people. Well, it also helps that or it doesn't help rather that uh, social media is a absolute toxic shithole. Oh, especially lately. Yeah. So it's like. I'm 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 very glad I got rid of all of mine. Facebook, Instagram, you know, Twitter. The only thing I have is is Snapchat. Yeah, so. I uh, I did the same thing. I I deleted everything. I actually went through and deleted the accounts and then deleted the apps. Um, but I've recently gotten back on Twitter, and I I only follow like eighteen other profiles and they're minimalistic. You had to remake your Twitter account, didn't mm-hmm. you? Okay, so here's a question: Why did you remake your Twitter account? Because you know, I've, I thought about it, and I I use Twitter very minimally. Um, it's not like I'm on there just mindlessly scrolling and scrolling, because I only have a feed that's so long. I only follow so many accounts, or used to also. Right. And a lot of the times those people don't post, and I don't like reading the same 140 characters over and over. So it's it's easy for me to get my little fix of... Oh well, I went through the whole feed. Now I'm done, and I'm you know it doesn't it doesn't sit in the back of my head like I need to post about where I'm at. I need to post or what I can and can't post because of who's watching and reading. You know, right? It's so you know minimal. I love that. I love that word for some reason today. That's my word. Um, but it's so condensed and concise that it's it's you know five ten minutes on there and I'm done for the day. Whereas like Facebook, I'd, I'd sit on there for hours. And then I'd find a video and I'd watch it and then I'd watch the next suggested video. And then here we are three hours later and I've done absolutely nothing with my time other than stare blankly at a screen and drool. Right. So and it was the same for Instagram, too. They had that when they um, when they put in that feature on Instagram, when you'd get through all the photos that have been uploaded since your last, you know, presence on the app. And it says, "Okay, you're all done or we're all done here or whatever the fuck it is. They'd be like, oh, hey, you know, here's blah, 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 post. And then, oh, you're done for the day. You know, that was nice. But I'd find myself continuing to scroll and post and scroll and post. And it was just mindless time wasting. I mean, I get it, especially with Facebook, because Facebook and uh, Facebook and Instagram, but more or less with Facebook, because that's one of the, like the worst, you know, uh, toxic shithole dumps that you could find because I've gone to like where like pages I'll follow mm-hmm. or like just some mindless shit that just shows up on my uh, on my page I'll go and read it and then like have you ever gotten to the point where you start like reading the comments 
Yeah. And then, like, the people that argue in the comments. Those are my favorite people for two reasons. You're arguing in the comments section. Get fucked. You're, you're arguing in a comment section. Get fucked. That's that's it. You're, you're taking the time out of your day to write a paragraph-long synopsis of why this person is a douchebag on a social media site that doesn't care if you're alive or dead. Mm-hmm. And the reason why Facebook is such a toxic shithole is because it's gone from doing like like normal, dumb, high school, middle school-y type shit, and now it's become like this political battleground where if you say, you know, you're for Trump or against Trump, then, you know, you're... you're or insert for or against whatever. Right. Then all this, like, if you say you're against Trump, then you're automatically a, a blue-haired, know-nothing dipshit. I'm a snowflake. Right. Or you're some kind of libtard, which is my favorite word for two reasons. Uh-oh. It doesn't... It's not a real word. And somebody had to, like, come up with it, and that was, like, the best insult. That's, like, the insults that those kids on, like, a playground would do. Like, you big libtard. Like, they had to, like, think about it as they were saying it. And you could see the veins popping in their head. Yeah. And the blood rushing out of their nose. And they're sitting there going, son of a bitch, that really hurt. Like a butt cheek on a stick. Like a butt cheek on a stick. Mother trucker, dude. Just be a, just be a man and say motherfucker. Please. Please. Just, just, just rip the band-aid off. I want to hear a 13-year-old scream motherfucker. Wait, I can play Call of Duty and I can hear that every day. Yay. Yay. <laughs> but no, I like you could like you could do that on any social platform, really. And it went from for me, like my daily grind was to wake up, make a cup of coffee or a pot of coffee in my case because I love caffeine and um, I would grab my phone like that was the first thing I did when I woke up I grabbed my phone and checked who would you know, post it on my timeline or who had sent me whatever message Snapchat, you know, I would just go through and by the time I knew it, I'm two hours deep into my waking hours and I've done nothing but drink a damn pot of coffee and sit on my ass and then, like, it progressed through the day of, like, oh, well, I'm driving. I got to check. Oh, well, somebody texted. Oh, well. And it's, it was taking over my life in ways I wasn't completely aware of, mm-hmm. but I was aware of. I think the best thing about it is, like, when somebody texts you specifically to tell you, check out what I just posted on Facebook. Or check out what I just posted on Instagram. Go like what I posted. Yeah. I've gotten that a few times. And I'm like, I don't have Facebook anymore. Right. And, and like, the worst part about it is not only that it's just, like, its own cesspool of just disgusting, is that it's, people are searching for validation, both from people that they, you know, interact with in their everyday life, Mm -hmm. but they're still searching for that validation. Like, hey, they validate me in public. But they have to validate me on the internet as well because then I know it's real and they're not just like you it's know. the dopamine kick, right? It, that's it's 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 technically its own addiction because of the way that your likes and your comments and your validation is perceived by your brain. Now it's like I have to have this or I'm a nobody. I have to get those likes. I have to post that half naked selfie because I need the likes and that's gonna what's you know attention. I need the attention. It's a self-centered thing. See, I've posted half-naked selfies, and all I've gotten was uh, death threats. I mean, you can just send them to me directly. I could, but then it's like, <laughs> you know, you've seen it already. So, like, what's a half-naked se- A half-naked selfie to you is like somebody that, you know, eats only half of a sub-sandwich. 
It's like, why? Just go for the whole thing. Are we talking like Subway sub sandwich? Are we talking like a Mr. Hero sub sandwich? Are we talking like mom and pop deli sub sandwich? I mean, take, homemade? I mean like, take your pick. I don't consider Subway to be uh, to be sub sandwiches because I think they're uh, they're subpar. Like I've made better sub sandwiches in my toilet than I've made that I've gotten at Subway. I mean, I agree. But I mean, that's just me. That and it's not actually a foot long. It's only like eleven inches, and you're still paying like seven dollars for a sandwich. You said it was fine. Eleven inches is okay. Oh my god! I'm oh my so, god! I'm so self-centered. Oh, cool. We got a. Here comes the choo-choo. Yeah, we got our first guest, everybody. It's a fucking train that you're goes not coming by. to my birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> and it picked it up. It picked it up. That's what's so funny. That's gorgeous. Oh my god. I'm leaving that in there. Please. But no, like we 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 want Facebook to become something that it never will be, and that's useful. Like I've never once got like okay. But here's the Explain. thing. Well, I've never thought Facebook was useful because there's so much misinformation on Facebook, okay. both from people that you know and from sources that like use Facebook. Like I think news stations that use Facebook as like a marketing tool are full of shit. Just for the simple fact of if you are if you're a major news corporation like Fox 8 or MSNBC or CNN or anything like that, if you need Facebook to promote your, you know, your news channel or your news station or whatever, that's fine. But you're kind of double dipping and making it its own like worst thing because people can post shit on, you know, a Facebook page about CNN and then CNN, like, will report about it on CNN, but then there's going to be, like, some differences between what's posted on the internet and what's posted on, you know, or, like, what's said on live television. So then you're going to go, well, which one is real? And then, of course, everybody goes with the thing of, oh, well, you can't read, you know, everything on the internet's not real, or it's not always true. It's like, okay, but then what about what's being reported to us on a daily, mm-hmm. you know, like, I... I I don't think we've talked about it yet, but there are people who have, like, died in car accidents or who people have died from, like, you know, just the people who have died mm-hmm. but weren't COVID-related, but they're being put under the, the umbrella of COVID-19-related deaths, which is making the cases and which making the death toll skyrocket. But they don't report about that on Fox, on CNN, on MSNBC for why? Because they don't want you to. They don't want you to know, you know, like what exactly is going on. And social media is the worst because you get one person that goes on there and says, I know a guy who mm-hmm. who had like the flu and he ended up like it was COVID, but he was able to beat it with a diet of like fish oil, um, caviar and like a goose egg or some shit like that. You know, that's an interesting combination. I, I understand what you're saying. It's one of them I don't really things. want to um, address the elephant in the room on this episode, but it's true because you've got a lot of informa- misinformation going on and you've got a lot of things like Joe Schmo down the street who thinks he's a Facebook doctor saying this is what you're going to use to blah, blah, blah. And then you've got Sally on the other end of the street going, um, no, you just gotta wear a mask. Like, stay away from fucking people. Like, I'd love to stay away from people, but I'm a very social person, so I'm trying to find that happy medium between being safe and still maintaining a reasonable, air quotes, life. You know, with having that social interaction. Because, I mean, I know a lot of people who can actually, like, sit on their couch and, like, binge watch TV for weeks on end 
And so long as DoorDash is bringing them dinner, they're fine. And then you've got people like me who are like, I need to at least talk to somebody on the phone. And I don't like talking on the phone because I like, yeah, I like I, social interaction. I like to hear your voice. I like to, I like to see your face. Like if you want to FaceTime, fuck yeah, let's go. But I also need like the physical in-person thing. And Facebook and all those other social medias, they're also taking away from that because I, I, the more I think about it, the more like I would hang out with my best friend, you know, on her patio or I would go to a function, you know, with friends and what was in my hand? Your phone. My phone. What was on my phone? Facebook. Facebook. Or Instagram. Or Instagram or Twitter or Snapchat. I was always somehow staring at a screen rather than the face that was six feet from me. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, well the screen's all I have because I'm not supposed to be around people. But in some weird way, it's also given me a new appreciation for who's sitting in front of me. Mm-hmm. So by removing those pacifiers, those things that I'm so used to just automatically doing. The crutches. Yeah. I'm I'm able to more so appreciate that you're sitting in front of me right now. Or that when I go to work, I have somebody that's literally at the ne- next desk to me and can say, hey, so how, how did your day go? Right. You know, what do you have planned for this weekend? Oh, you're, you're going to go take your kid out for ice cream and then you want to go bowling? That's fucking awesome. Mm. Be careful. You know, that virus is still out there, but be careful. You know, and like I enjoy more now having con- like connection rather than Wi-Fi connection. Right. And... I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I firmly believe that, that social media platforms can be used as a tool for marketing in the right ways, for advertising in the right ways, for getting certain messages out. That's not a problem. Like, I, I have, you know, my, my stepmom and my dad run a business, and a lot of their marketing goes on Facebook, mm-hmm. and they get a lot of feedback that way. They get a lot of customers that way, and that's awesome. You know, and using it that way is cool. Now, if you're going to go on there and go, the virus isn't real, and I think that we should all just uh, go to these parties and prove that it's not real, and then 50% of the population that went to those parties dies. Like, what? first you're going to tell me that that's not real, so you're going to go to this party, and then you're like, oh, I made a mistake and died. Don't go to these parties. Like... You can't mix the pot here with seven different opinions and, you know, it, it's, it's Expect confusing. Expect to get something good. It's confusing. It's, it's you know, misinformation. It's more opinion than fact. Mm. And I'm not going to sit here and give you my uh, idea of what's going on in the world right now because it's not why I'm here. But I'm going to say that by removing social media from my phone... You know, for a long time, I, I didn't have anything but Snapchat. Hmm. And that was because I, I talked to you on there a lot. And I talked to a couple other friends on there a lot. I had like maybe five conversations on there. Hmm. No big deal. But removing that eased so much anxiety because I wasn't, that wasn't the first thing I was looking at in the morning. Like, I still get my emails, like the Yahoo emails and the Apple News emails, like, oh, coronavirus. And it's like, listen, click. And it's gone. Like, I cleared the notification. I don't see it anymore. Out of sight, out of mind. Right. But, excuse me, by moving that from, that was the first app I clicked on, and that was all I was seeing, to, excuse me, now I'm waking up, making a pot of coffee, and turning on a podcast that's got value and, like, strong information for me. Mm -hmm. 
I feel that my quality of life has gone up. Or you're sitting outside enjoying the day before you go to work. Exactly. Because I'm not sitting here going, oh, coronavirus. Oh, but this this factoid, air quotes, doesn't match up with the last one I just read. So what's true? And then I'm building this anxiety inside of me that I'm going to get sick. That if I don't wear a mask, I'm going to die. If I go to work, I'm going to die. If I breathe in the wrong direction and the wind blows southwest, I'm going to die. Like, yes, there's precautions we need to take. But by removing the bullshit from my fingertips... I'm able to filter in what's real. Well, a lot of people will go that, you know, using Facebook first thing in the morning, like as soon as you get up is is sort of like, you know, when you're drinking it with your or drinking it, when you're using Facebook. I'm drinking Facebook while I scroll through my coffee. That's why I always feel like shit. <laughs> but um, like people using Facebook first thing in the morning while they're drinking their coffee is somewhat related to like getting the newspaper in a way. Okay. If you really think about it, because like most of the shit that you get on Facebook is either like some kind of, you know, ass backwards news article or something like that. Your Buzzfeed. Buzzfeed. Yes. Buzzfeed is the best. (laughs) Buzzfeed and the onion. I would rather get my news source from a credible source like the onion before I got it from Buzzfeed because Buzzfeed has only told me 15 things that I could do with a hair tie, you know, to make my life better, which is fine. But I don't have any life hacks. Well, and you know why the hair tie thing doesn't work for me? You don't have any hair. Exactly. I mean, so you've got some I... on your beard, like your face, a, but you don't, don't have, have any enough. on top of your head. I don't have enough to use a hair tie. Patience. I don't have any. I know. Both hair and patience. I know. This is horseshit. <laughs> but like with, with Facebook, it's it like like you've said, it is good to use for like upstart like businesses that are just starting out or like even us for like a podcast. Like I've kicked around the idea of starting up an Instagram page for the podcast. Not so much a Twitter page because how do you really you can't really promote on Twitter if people don't follow you on Twitter. With Instagram they're hashtags. Out. Yeah, well I I don't use hashtags that often cuz excuse me. I don't know how to, I don't understand how to fucking use them. I don't know which ones like you could tell me a trending hashtag, uh-huh. and I'm going to try to use it and then get no, you know, traffic. And then I'm sitting there with a thumb up my ass going, well, fuck, now what, you know? And then, and the other thing with, like, social media and, like, Instagram and Facebook is, like, there's that level of anxiety when no one shows you any sort of, like, like or validation or mm-hmm. anything like that. Because then you feel, like subpar as a human like you think that you're not as good as you think you are Mm -hmm. or that you are ugly you know disformed disfigured anything like that like you start going into your own headspace of going what's wrong with me you're less than exactly Mm -hmm. you know instead of being better than or more than i'm or even equal to right i'm feeling worse because you know, that bitch over there got 300,000 likes because she wiggled her ass for a couple of seconds. Yeah. But then when I go and, like, just post a nice selfie of myself at, like, a park or something, I get, like, nobody who gives a shit. I'd like your photo. I would hope so. But Or I'll just delete you off my friends list. Listen. <laughs> no, I mean, Shots I get what fired. you... <laughs> pew, pew. I get what you're saying, though. Um... Because a lot of people do, especially younger kids who are super influenced by this, they tie their identity to social media. Oh, well, so-and-so liked my photo, so I must be doing something. Oh, look, Bobby liked my Oh, Jenny. Like, 
the more likes you get, the more validated you feel, as you were saying. Mm-hmm. But it's also like that's who they think they are. They think now, okay, well, I am now a, a Instagram model, so I have to get X number of likes in order to to feel right. I have to whatever, and it sucks because I think you should not be tying your identity to the amount of followers you have on Twitter, the amount of people who follow you on Twitch while you're streaming, um, you, you know, you number of friends on Facebook, you know, these things that don't matter. Right. It's an instant gratification thing in my in my head. It's it's like, oh, well, they liked me? Well, now they have to like me forever, and right. they're going to keep liking my shit. Oh, now I got more on this one. Okay, I've posted a couple of selfies and been like, oh, I got like 30 likes? Fuck yeah, I know I'm hot. Cool. But then I get other pictures put up that I think look better, and I get maybe 12 likes, and mm. then I'm like, oh, well, you know, maybe... You feel if, down about yourself. Yeah. Well, maybe if my hair was, you know, that color again, or like, whatever. For the record, I think any color you put in your hair makes it look like a thousand times better. Better than what? Better than mine. You don't have any. That's the point. <laughs> it's just, I don't like the idea of tying your identity to social media. Like, I'm, I can sit here and go, okay, well, I'm a podcast host. I'm, uh, I'm, a, I'm a Twitter person i'm a minimalist i'm an artist i'm a i'm a flamingo plastic yard flamingo mom i'm a plant mom <laughs> a flamingo I'm, enthusiast well, a, a flamingo enthusiast yes i'm but, putting that on my twitter <laughs> <laughs> hashtag flamingos <laughs> but no see there's a, but there's a difference i feel with that versus different forms of like identity crisis but you would use things like that to go well you have to validate me because i'm a gamer because i'm an artist because i'm a insert tag literally like this okay well this is who i am and you gotta like me for that and then like i want to draw in people who have the same values and morals as i do i want people who are you know in recovery Mm -hmm. you know that that at least respect my recovery and my choices for my body. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want I want to attract people who are open minded. I want to attract people who have a sense of creativity or can add something to the plate when I'm feeling a little burnt out. Mm-hmm. You know, I want I want good people in my life. But if I'm gonna tie, you know, me, a person, and my existence to being only this strict set of likes, who am I really like pulling in? It's like it's like empty calories or empty carbs. Like, would you rather, you know, have like a, I don't know, one of them Vitamix smoothies that's going to fill you up and you're going to be, you know, full and, and, and energized for the whole day or a can of soda? I mean, these people are cans of soda and you're going to have diabetes. I can collect their tops. Get out. Get, the door is right there. Uh-huh. There's one behind me, too, and I'm not using that one either, so. But, uh. Because he's going in the back door. No. I really hope my dad doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> I mean, if he does, hi, but. Hi, Dad. Hi, Dad. Um, Did you say hi, Dad? No, I said hi, Dad, but I have a, a fat tongue, so it sounds like dead. Dead. Shut up. But Daddy, stop it! <laughs> you are grounded. Oh, fuck. No, but like, see, there. I think there's like a, a difference between 
actual identity and like perceived identity. So like identity be- theft is the best form of flattery. I mean, listen, if somebody wants to be me, go right ahead because half the time I don't even want to be me. Somebody probably do a better job of being me than I can. I mean, I doubt that. I doubt that wholeheartedly. See, I've been working really hard on my credit, so I really hope nobody wants my identity now. Exactly. Like, six years ago, bitch, you could have it. Exactly. Six months ago, bitch, you could have it. But, I mean, like, a perceived identity of somebody who uses the hashtags because they're trending or uses, like, the, the newest trending topic because, again, it's trending. Those are the kind of people that really suck when it comes to finding out who they're, like, who they are as, an, mm-hmm. as a person. But now, like you, if you were, like, if you did post, you know, relentlessly on Twitter or Instagram or even on Facebook about your, you know, love for flamingos, okay, mm-hmm. and people saw that and go, hey, I really like flamingos, too. Okay, that's fine, because you're not trying to be something that you're not. You know, it's not like you didn't buy all the shit to stream just to claim you're a streamer. Like, you've streamed and people have watched. Yeah. I've streamed people have watched. We've streamed together. Exactly, and nobody knew I was there because... By the way, we're talking about video games, not like that OnlyFans shit, just to clarify. No, no, I, I can't have an OnlyFans because with the gut that I have, I would need two accounts. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> I'm a fat bitch. You're not fat. I'm fat with a PH. Hello. You're chonky, but I'm, you're not fat. I'm chonky Kong. I'm chonky too. That's okay. We're we're chonky Kongs. Ch- but um. I'm diddity. Oh, <laughs> I'm donkey. Diddity and donkey. Ooh. God damn it. But I mean. I identify as donkey. I identify as a 1979 Pinto hatchback. I'm fire truck. That was the hose. I drooled. <laughs> There's like nine different emotions running through me right now, and I have no idea which one I want to use first. <laughs> Affection is probably one of them. <laughs> but no, I mean, like, people on Twitter and people on Instagram that, like, post about shit that they truly are interested in, like, music enthusiasts or historians mm-hmm. or, you know, cinematographers or people who are super into film or television shows and shit like that. If that's part of who you are, then go with it. Run that shit. But if you're just using it to, like, get the likes, to get the posts, to get the the, the recognition, you know, as it were, on social media, mm-hmm. then you're a shitty person. And I've said it on, on, on other podcasts before. And I don't want to get too deep into this part of it, but, like, sexual identity is a huge thing for me, anyway, because I've always been a straight white man. Always. I've never had another, you know, question about my sexual identity. Okay. But the problem I have with people that, like, parade their sexual orientation or their sexual identity so much is that if you're basing who you are as a person, ethically, morally... You know, and even psychologically, if you're basing all of that based on your sexual orientation, then you had no goddamn idea who you are before you discovered what your sexual orientation is. And if that's like how that works, come again, coming from a straight person who's never had another thought in their head about what their sexual identity is. Mm -hmm. If you're like I said, if you're basing your entire identity as a person 
and how you treat others and how you present yourself to others based on the fact that you are gay, that you are pansexual, that you are bisexual. If you're using that and then going, well, I'm like this and you have to validate me because meh, then you're probably not that good of a person. That's just me. I don't know how it is for other people, but that's just how I be. I don't have all the answers because I'm not 100% clear on that subject, but coming from somebody who is a liker of both sexes, you know, I, I, I wouldn't necessarily label it as bisexual, mm-hmm. but I, I'm not sure what it would really be. You know, I, I'm not straight, we'll put it that far, you know, okay. and I don't. I mostly identify with, like, a female feminine side, but I do have my times where I'm, you know, a little more tomboyish or Mm. dude-ish or, excuse me, whatever you want to call it. So I guess it wouldn't be like I'm a cis straight woman, Mm -hmm. you know. But even then, you know, having a little more background than, than say, you do in that identity part of it, it, it's... One, it's not something that influences every little thing in my life. Um, but also, it's you know I don't have all the information. I'm not I'm not totally into no all of the knowledge. I just know that this is how I feel about myself. This is how I feel about other people around me, and that's okay. And and there's like there there really is nothing wrong with that. You know, to identify as you know gay, bisexual, tra- pansexual, transsexual, or whatever. It's just I don't like when people try to use their sexuality or try to use any like certain identifying features as like this is what makes me special. It's like there can't be just one thing that makes you like an important person or like a special kind of person. There's got to be other shit. And that's what I want to know. I want to find that thing that makes you unique and that I can identify with you on the same level because I don't want to go and meet a person and them like, oh yeah, I'm gay. Oh, okay, well, what else are you into? I, I'm gay, and that's like that. That's all they got. It's like, all right, well, whatever, and then move on to the next person. But yeah. like, a lot of it stems again from social media, and a lot of people don't want to talk about their kind of identities because the the second you bring up. You even say the word identity in any kind of crowd, whether it's like liberal, Republican, uh, Democrat, whatever. If you bring up the word identity to anybody, they're they're going to roll their eyes and go, oh, fuck, here we go. Another, you know, stereotypical blah, blah, blah. Right. I, Mm -hmm. you know, I identify as one of the 37 genders or, or whatever. It's but and and it goes back to social media tarnishing that where you can't talk about that without getting the eye rolls or the, you know, oh, this person or whatever kind of look. And it, it's, it really sucks. I just... It, it sucks the big wiener. I mean, the bigger and blacker, the better. No. no yes. No, don't... Yes. Put, those, put that goddamn claw away. No. <laughs> We're not doing that here. There's no laws when you got the claws because I don't drink so I got claws you took that from a meme that I showed you give me credit suck my ass I want my like oh my god (laughs) Mm. (laughs) son of a bitch I mean when okay let me ask you this before I start ranting again because I'm really good at that six inches into the left go on oh I thought you were going to ask how 32. it's hanging. Oh. oh. God damn it, Phil. 
Yes. Uh, oh, fuck. How, okay, say you've never met me before and we're just now meeting. Okay. Like, I don't know, about a year ago. Okay. We're just now meeting. But I don't know anything about you. Tell me about yourself. Fuck. <laughs> exactly. When was the last time somebody said, sat you down and said, hey, tell me about yourself? The last time I got stood up on a Tinder date. That wasn't me, by the way. I know it wasn't you, but but yeah. No, literally, that was the last time I got, I, I, I was stood up on a Tinder date is from somebody asking me on Tinder, tell me about yourself. And I did just that. Uh-huh. I, I, and I went into it. I went into like, not super in-depth. Okay, so tell me about yourself. I love movies of all kind. I love foreign films. I love music. See, exactly. That's the thing. <laughs> I love music. I love heavy metal. I love rock and roll. I love classic jazz. I love, you know, uh, you like uh, jazz? You like jazz? Barry B. Benson? You, li- you, like, you jazz? like jazz? By the way, anybody else who's listening, if you want something to completely ruin your life, go on YouTube no. and type it. Listen, type in Barry B. Benson asks if you like jazz times a thousand. And watch your brain melt out of your skull because it's the funniest goddamn thing I've ever seen. It's that scene, but it just keeps multiple. Don't look at me like that. Don't don't look at me with the disappointment. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. You're plugging some YouTube video that's gonna ruin my life because I'm gonna have to show the guys at work tonight. Right, and they and they (laughs) should have already known about it because uh, but like. When you go, when I go into talking about like myself, the what interests me, mm-hmm. or something that I'm, you know, that I like, other people go, oh well, all right, because they think it's boring. Like if I told somebody that I'm a huge fan of Martin Scorsese films, or I love Quentin Tarantino films, or I love anything from David Fincher, um, Guar is one of my favorite all-time bands. Judas Priest is one of the greatest you know, gifts of music that has been blessed on this planet. David Brocky should be immortalized in a statue in the middle of Richmond, Virginia, or, you know, I could go on and on and on about all the shit that I'm interested in. But if somebody's not going to find that basic level uh, uh, appreciation of the same kind of shit, they're not going to care because they're looking for the basics. They're looking for basically what, what, and this is what I've boiled down to. People only give a shit about what they like based on what they've selected they liked on, like, a Tinder profile. Okay. Because you go, well, it says put in your interests. Movies, sports, music, athletics, you know, the most broad generalization of shit. And then the second you start bringing up movies, film, music, television, athletics, sports, anything like that, they, they roll their eyes and they pull their phone out and they start going back on fucking Tinder looking for the next guy yeah, or girl or whatever you're into or pan if you're into pansexuals. That's how that I works. I love Rachel Ray. Like, the colors of those pans. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I was like, this bitch about to profess her love for Rachel Ray to me. No. See, okay. Back in... 14, 15. I already used that joke. Suck my ass. And now I'm using it again, but it's funnier because I'm actually doing it into the mic. You just sound like you have a breathing problem. I mean, I do, but that's not the that's not Back the point. in 14 or 15, I had, I had to go through um, some medical stuff. Not like outpatient medical stuff. And I had met this group of people and this kind of conversation came up. It was, well, tell me a little bit about yourself so we can get to know you a little bit better. You know, yada, yada. And the, somehow it, 
the conversation came up about like sexuality and how we identify that way. Mm-hmm. And I was still in that period of time where I was questioning everything and da 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 da. And it was like, I kind of identify with the pansexual, you know, idea. Like that, that being. Like, I, I'm not going to say I do or don't know, but I still don't know. It's, it's just what it is what it is. And somebody had asked me in a very condescending asshole way. Does that mean you like pots and pans? So the oh running joke. Oh my god! So the running joke was that I was in love with Rachel Ray pan sets and all the different <laughs> colors. There were, I'm sorry, there was a different color for every day of the week, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I do love the greens and the oranges that she's got in her line, though. If we're being serious, never will I own them because I think they're kind of trashy looking. But the colors are bright, and I think it's awesome. I uh, a buddy of mine. As a as a joke, was like, oh no, David Carradine died, and I I know you don't know who David Carradine is, but David Carradine is a is one of the the best actors I've ever seen in my life. He was in, excuse me, um, the Quentin Tarantino film Kill Bill, Kill okay. Bill volumes one and two, and he was also in like a bunch of TV shows back in like the early seventies. He was in a TV show called uh, Kung Fu, and David Carradine uh, had killed himself uh, by autoerotic asphyxiation now the next yeah the next few words out of my mouth hand to the bible are true to life words i was working with somebody and i told them i was talking about david carradine because he had just passed and they're like well what did he die of i said autoerotic asphyxiation do you know what that is um dumb people terms please okay autoerotic autoerotic asphyxiation i just realized i said that and the door's wide open People are walking by, too. Cool. But that's okay. So autoerotic asphyxiation means that you are, um, like, cutting off your airway Mm -hmm. while you're pleasuring yourself. So you're masturbating while you're... I kind of figured out that's what that meant, but I was like, hang on. So, hand to God, kid that I used to work with when I was talking about David Carradine and the autoerotic asphyxiation, goes, does that mean he gets turned on by cars? Oh. Because he heard auto. And we all just looked at him, and I'm like, you know what? It's been a while since we've sacrificed somebody to Cthulhu. I think this is the time. We dug a pit, and he hasn't been seen since. How about them Lakers? How about them Lakers? Uh, They are a great hockey team. I can't wait until they win the Stanley Cup. See, I can't. I. uh... No, Stanley Cup is hockey. Fuck. I meant the NASCAR Cup. Mushroom cup from Mario Kart. Anyway. Oh, I don't remember what I was going to say now because you done got me on the brain set of I need to go play Mario Kart now. You're welcome. <laughs> More, moral of the story is, um, you know, just be excellent to one another. Whatever happened to like when we were kids in school and they were like, respect is when you want you t- you treat somebody how you want to be treated or whatever the fuck the line was. Treat others how you want to be treated. Yeah, when- you know why that fell apart? Because kids in elementary school like to stand behind other kids at the water fountain and go one, two, three, leave some for me. Those kids grew up to be fucking narcs for the government. I mean, you're right. And I was the kind of kid that went four, five, six, get fucked. All right, listen, if some, like, (laughs) seven-year-old says that to me, like, turns around, deadpan stares, and goes, four, five, six, get fucked. Dude, take all the time you need, because that just made my fucking day. Exactly. All right, like... 
If I want to hear that, I'll go play Call of Duty. But I mean, you know. Listen, I also don't drink out of water fountains because I think that they're just grody. Oh yeah, no, they're disgusting. Because those kids, like, they get right up in that. Oh yeah, they get right up in that shit. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, I Nasty remember monsters. in like middle school and high school, kids would like take chewing gum and put it on the nozzle to like spray it. Yeah, but then they would leave it, and it's like it's fucking disgusting. Because. It... <sighs> I hate kids. That's part of my identity is I hate kids. And that's fine. That's fine. I mean, for the longest... I don't hate kids. I just... I hate... Kids. Asshole kids. Kids. Because all kids are assholes. No matter what. I was not an asshole. I was a spoiled brat. There's a difference. Which makes you an asshole. True. Which makes me an asshole now because I, too, was a spoiled child when I was a... When I was you a are an babe. asshole. Well, yeah, but I was a wee babe. And you can't blame that on me. I have no hair. Your hair got tired of your shit and fucking yeeted. I mean, you're right. So now you identified as a bald weirdo? No, I, I identify as a rock goblin. Not to be confused with a rock lobster. God damn it. I want you to know. I don't know if I told you this or not. But when I restarted my Twitter this past weekend, because, like, I, I wanted a little bit of, you know, a little bit of social media. I only used to follow 18 accounts. Mm. Honestly, it's 18 accounts. I don't know why it's so many, but it's, it's mostly, like, I'm following, like, um, T.K. Coleman and the Minimalists podcast and da-da-da-da-da. Like, very minimally posting accounts. And I, I follow your friend Ryan because of his podcast. Uh, shout out to you, buddy. Um, but, you know, I follow, like, mostly podcasts and informational things. And on mine, it says, Girlfriend to the Rock Goblin. <laughs> because like it doesn't say Tara Marie or Tara Brown it says damn it Marie as my name mm. because damn it Marie that should have been the name of the podcast honestly <laughs> but it says you know in case they're like I think I know who that is and then it says girlfriend of the rock goblin well if they know you they're gonna know me because now it's oh it's just it's just Tara <laughs> handler of the rock goblin son of a bitch <laughs> yes Oh, that's amazing. I, I am love the shiny it. rock to this goblin. Like, the best shiny rock. Oh. My favorite shiny rock. I identify as a shiny rock. <laughs> I identify as a as a rock eating uh monster under a bridge. So what you doing later? Eating rocks under a bridge. Yes. <laughs> you got a you got a normally happy about that. <laughs> Fun fact, knowledge nugget. I bought um, button-up uh, Hawaiian shirt, I guess, that had flamingos on it. And I had Snapchatted my brother, and I said, this is my podcasting shirt, because this was right before we, we did the first episode. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it's my podcasting shirt. I'm going to wear it for every podcast. It has flamingos on it. Okay. So I was like, ha-ha, funny, right? And then, like, I have a cup in my cabinet it's a mug and it has a flamingo on it and uh jess had bought it when they went to florida last year and she okay. brought it back for me and i was like ha ha i think i'm gonna use the mug when we uh record a podcast because it's got a mango on it and then we decided to name it two mics and a mango so um i don't have an unhealthy obsession with flamingos um i i identify as a flamingo lover Flamingo enthusiast. Don't say flamingo lover because then you'll get banned from the zoo. And let me tell you, them little fuckers can run. Listen. Honk, honk. Hey, Google. What is the sound a flamingo makes? 
This is a flamingo. They're like laughing. It's like they're laughing. <laughs> they're laughing because they know their existence is a joke. True. <laughs> they're pink birds that stand on one foot. Like, all right. They're great. I love them. I digress. It was funny that I bought the flamingo shirt, and then this is where we're at with this. Two mics and a mango. Yeah. So It's amazing. I love it. I'm kind of worn out now because now I'm thinking about all the, the social media bullshit that I've alleviated from my life. That's what happens, man. It so feels you, good. It Honestly, all in all, it feels good to not obsessively go, why, how how, how do I only have one notification or right. whatever, you know. It feels good. And I, I would genuinely um, suggest to anybody who is feeling the anxiety of the current events in the world, be it the Black Lives Movement or... The, the coronavirus or you know whatever is going on in other countries if you want to get away from it delete your social media for one week just get rid of the app on your phone you don't have to delete your, your account just let go for a week and see how you feel I remember when I told people that I deleted my uh, my Facebook account and the look of just pure shock on their face was like you mm-hmm. delete it's like it's a shithole I don't want to be a part of that anymore I'm sick of seeing people go at each other's throats over the internet, you know, being keyboard warriors. I'm sick of seeing that shit. I don't, like, I don't want to go on a platform where everybody is supposed to be social and voicing their opinions, and then they're, like, at each other's throats because, you know, this guy had a different opinion than this guy. It's, it's disgusting. My best friend, she called me a couple days ago, and she's like, so I know you're not on Facebook, but, and then insert scenario. Mm. You know, and she's like catching me up, which is fine. You know, like if she wants somebody to vent to about this thing that's going on that includes Facebook, that's okay. I'm here to listen. You know, I'm open minded enough to go. All right, I'm listening, you know, but I'm not going to sit here and and go, okay, well, I'm going to remake my Facebook so I can get in on this drama. Mm. I'm not going to I'm not going to add my two cents because that's not who I want to be today. That's not part of my my values it's not part of my 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 main mission in this life there's a i've since i've gotten rid of it i've decided and noticed that i'm better off and there's a difference between likes and validation and my values and opinions they don't have to mesh and that's okay hey tara hey phil name one thing you're grateful for today I'm really grateful that I'm able to work through this pandemic. By you. I'm grateful I get to sit here with my girlfriend and do a podcast. Hey. That makes me happy. As it should. All right. Well, I think we'll wrap this up here. I think we can do that. Now, before we go, uh, shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. I have a podcast, me, Philip McTie, and it is called That's a Wrap. Um, I've just finished my first season of That's Rap, also available on Spotify. Look it up. Uh, the new season starts, I believe, this week um, with me and my co-host, John Ginter. I have also been a frequent guest on our mutual friend, Ryan Supansic's podcast called Tell Me. Great uh, podcast, by the way. Also available on Spotify. And I will note that I am the most requested guest on that show. <laughs> and that's not tooting my own horn. That is fact. He told I, me yeah. that yesterday. So, mm. 
Um, but yeah, all these podcasts are available on Spotify. Uh, they will also be available on Apple Podcasts. Or, or wherever go- you get your podcasts. Or wherever you get your podcasts from. So go and like, follow, subscribe, stay tuned for the next episode of Two Mics and a Mingo Terra. That's me. I think we're done. Are we done? I think we're done. All right. Have a good week, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you.